You are listening to a Big MX Radio podcast, brought to you by Fly Racing, presented by W Wheels, X-Brand Goggles, Shades of Grey Custom Helmet Painting, TransCanada Motorsports, Rhino Power Sports Supplements, Westside Honda, Roy Borton Suspension Systems, Watts Perfections, and Golden Tire. Motocross and Supercross news from around the globe. We're not experts, but we've got a microphone. Check us out on the web at www.bigmxradio.com. And now, here's your host, Brad Gebhardt. Welcome to the Big MX Radio Podcast, brought to you by Fly Racing, X-Brand Goggles, W Wheels, and Bill's Pipes. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt, and with me on the line, we've got Bill's Pipes' own Brandon Dunn. Brandon, what's going on at Bill's Pipes today? A lot of exciting things. Uh, we're really, really trying to make a big comeback. We're pushing our two-stroke line hard, and our all-new our all uh, RE13 four-stroke line, too. Uh, great performance, uh, reliability, and a name you've known for years. Absolutely. A brand that uh, has kind of, I wouldn't say risen from the ashes, but uh, uh, went into a little bit of obscurity, especially when the four strokes came out and and really dominated. You had uh, a couple of major players, uh, one of which uh, wasn't Bill's Pipes. And and now seeing them come back harder than ever, uh, you've got guys like uh, Billy Leninovich, um, Ryan Zimmer, uh, and, and a few other pros racing on, on the pro scene as well as arena cross and uh, just seeing it pop up a whole lot more in social media is an encouraging thing. Um, what brought on this resurgence to the brand? We just thought the time was right. Um, Bill, you know, he, he loves racing. He loves the sport and he took a little bit of a break um, and, and just decided it was time to come back and, and, and do what he knows how to do best. So um, I came on uh, and, and just, under him, learned uh, a whole lot about the exhaust industry and uh, just really how to how to how to make a product that keeps people happy and performs. And that that's the main thing about our our line is is we want our product to perform. Um, we we like to make sure that everybody is uh, getting a, a fair shake. You know, whether you're an AMA pro or whether you're a weekend warrior, you contact us. We all we want to treat you the same. We want you to you're going to get the same pipe. Um, the best performing pipe we have, and, and like I said, we, we'd like to treat everybody fair here at Bill's Pipes. Absolutely. Everyone gets the A-plus service. How did you uh, acquire your role at, uh, at, at Bill's Pipes, and what is your role on a, on a day-to-day basis? Well, I've uh, known Bill for quite some time, and uh, going back to the heyday of two strokes, uh, we actually, with Greg Schnell, competed against Bill's very formidable Primal Impulse Suzuki team, and, uh, you know, there was a time where, you know, I, I talked to him and he said that he was going to make a comeback and, and I thought, you know, maybe I could help, you know, and we, we got together and um, good things are happening. So we're, we're, I'm just excited to be here. It's a great opportunity um, for me being a sport that, that I do love and, uh, you know, we're just trying to get it back in the forefront. Excellent. Now, uh, your, your budding relationship and your friendship with, uh, Greg Schnell, obviously springboarding you into uh, this role. Uh, what's your best Greg Schnell story? Oh man, there's there's too many. There are too many. There's there's too many. A favorite one is when uh, I don't say that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of one. Radio friendly. 
Uh, it was in the 90s, so there, there's something that can't be told. Yeah, yeah, that's, you know, I've known him since he was on 80s, so there, there's a lot of, a lot of stories go, going on there. Um, was he as big on an 80 as he was on a 125? Because <laughs> I think of, of how often or how much that guy rode his career on a 125, and I think he's about, what, 6'1", 185, 190, like, he's a big dude. Yeah, right now he is, back in his racing days, he was a little slimmer. Um, yeah. He uh, definitely, definitely was a bigger guy on a, a 125, but so was Preston, and he he was successful on it. And got that championship. That's right. Um, it, it just all depends. It, it's being under a good bike, a good brand, you know. Um, and you know, I, I don't know. It's it all depends because there's there's just different sizes for everybody, and it seems like no matter what the standard you think is, someone else goes out and does it that's completely not the standard. Absolutely. Well, uh, there's the exact opposite right now. With you, see, if they say that you need to be a stronger guy to wrestle a 450 around, you got Blake Baggett getting top fives, uh, being 138 pounds and uh, all of maybe five foot five, uh, his frame. So uh, yeah, it's uh, defying the odds. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And there's always you want to be taller in the whoops. You're better at, suited for whoops and this and that. And you got some of these guys that are are no bigger than the average horse jockey that can just blitz these whoops and, and, and make up tons of time on some of the taller guys. Well, there was that one guy, he's about five foot five. Uh, he's his nickname's after some sort of an animal, I'm not too sure, but he wasn't very big and he, he, he figured out a way to go through the whoops okay. I think I may have heard of him once or twice. Yeah, that guy, we know. But uh, let's get back to some Bill's Pipes. Uh, Bill's Pipes is one of the one of the very few companies that is dedicated only to to, to pipes alone, they're they're dedicated to building performance exhaust systems, and that is absolutely it. How does uh, that benefit those who are going to take part and, and who are going to buy your your services, knowing that you guys are dedicated to building pipes and pipes alone? Well, let's us focus on on what we know best, and you know it's it, it's important that at this stage we. We do what we know. We don't venture off too much and, and get sidetracked into doing all these other things for monetary reasons. We we want to make sure that our pipes are, you know, what they should be. Um, Bill's had long-standing relationships with tons of factory teams, being on Factory Cali, Team Honda, uh, Team Suzuki, working very close with Roger DeCoster for That's right. countless years. I mean, it's 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 a reason why all those teams came. Uh, came to to Bill to, to have their exhaust built. Now back in the day, granted, there was definitely a different time a time frame where, you know, you didn't exactly go out and and, and a pipe company doesn't go out and give a, a team a bunch of money to run their pipes. I mean back then they came to you because they wanted the best performing pipe on their on their bike. And and that's, that's right. you know kind of our philosophy. Well, in my opinion, those who will pick a Bill's Pipes pipe, they're picking it not so much for brand recognition. Of course, like there's there are more, more well, let's say, aspiring brands or brands that are uh, like almost like an Oakley sort of thing. Like you buy an Oakley because it's Oakley, right? Correct. But with with Bill's Pipes, you buy a Bill's Pipes because you know the integrity of the of the workmanship. You know the product's going to be good. You know the fit and finish is going to be spot on, and you know that you're going to be buying something that was handled with care and and built to the highest standard. And uh, that's 
in my opinion, uh, pays testament to uh, what you guys have got going on down in SoCal. Yeah, absolutely right. I mean, the customer service that you're going to get, like I said, we treat everyone fair. We treat, uh, we're not too cool to talk to you if you want to call and, and, and give us a call here at the shop. You're always going to, we're a small company, so you're always going to get a person that you can put a, a name or a face to, and, and we're going to treat you like family anytime that you, you call in. Um, we want every person that's running the bills pipe to have that type of relationship and and feel that if there's something that's wrong or there's something that they need or a question or that they can call us. You know, we're not going to cool guy them. Give us a call. Um, you know, we'll take care of you the best we can. Excellent. Now, uh, the the Southern California is the hotbed of motocross. Uh, how has the community embraced uh, the the brand's resurgence? Of course, uh, a lot of um, especially with two strokes coming back, a lot of these fans, especially Suzuki riders, remembering the, the primal impulse Suzuki's Travis Pastrana winning races uh, with a Bill's pipe, as well as Greg Albertine. Uh, it, it, it was a, it was a very iconic brand of that time. And I feel the, the timing of your resurgence is almost perfect in the fact that the, the two stroke revolution is kind of, or the, the rebellion, if you will, has, has kind of come in in line with that. Uh, how has the, the community embraced uh, the the coming back of the brand. Well, one thing you'll know uh, that I can say is is Bill is an absolute icon in this in this industry. And and if you were here at the shop, I mean, even since I've been here, you, there's a who's who of who stops by to say hello. Um, and it's it's one of those things where the motocross community is is very happy to see Bill back and um, pushing his pipes again. And you know, there's a lot of interest. In, in what he's doing because they, they know the history, they know the performance. Even and Greg Albertino is a great example, and, and uh, um, another one is Steve Lampson's 125 was known as probably the fastest 125 that I can remember. Uh, oh, yeah. Doug Henry almost always had great success. LaRocco loved those pipes and ran them for a long time. Um, so it, it's for some of the new people that are not new people, but younger people that may not know, um, there's a long history with bills and um there's there's a lot of championships and there's a lot of high profile people that have believed and have used this exhaust system at one time or another yeah absolutely in fact uh like even sean hamlin back in the day when he uh made his basically debut uh on factory suzuki back in the day it wasn't on a factory suzuki that was on a bills pipes uh rm250 and uh, he put that thing in the top five back in 2002 and, and ended up creating a, a, quite the career for himself. Um, Bill and his pipes allowed him to springboard that into something really special. Yeah, absolutely. The, the two-stroke pipes that Bill um, has had are, are, are absolutely phenomenal. They're works of art. If you look at our exhaust, you'll, you'll notice right away they're not shaped the same as anyone else's, and, and that's all into a reason. I like to think of Bill as someone who can, can break down a pipe into numbers and basically every portion of that pipe has a function and has a different part of the power band that it's supposed to, uh, or a different job it's supposed to do throughout the power band. Um, nothing's really changed from, from then to now. Um, with Bill and his son Jeff uh, Springman that also has worked here for countless years, you know, those guys are, they really know what they're doing. And when people come over and they say, hey, you know, I'm, I work with a lot of newer riders um, as well, uh, Nico Izzy and, and Vicky Golden, Bryce Stewart, and some guys like that. And, you know, some certain people say they want this. They, they want a little more of this or they want less of this. It's 
amazing when you can sit and have someone simply make a, an easy change in, in that power where the, what the writer was talking about is right there, you know. And a lot of the two-stroke stuff actually translates over into the four-stroke um, development of pipes. So, you know, that's why our RE13 it has been so successful um, so far. And you got guys like Bobby Canary out there winning arena crosses for the Thermaltech Yamaha team. Helps out a lot. You know, just getting our name back out there, letting people know that we are back, um, we're not going away. And, and basically, you know, if, if you want a performing pipe and you want the best customer service, you need to come to Bill's Pipes. Absolutely. Two-stroke or four-stroke, that's unreal. But as far as the, when the four-strokes came in, uh, everyone was kind of, uh, kind of, everything was thrown up in the air. How do we figure out how to make pro proper power for these things? How has the learning curve been for Bill uh, adjusting to the, the new the new systems and, and how to develop those systems, as well as uh, explain a little bit that extra canister that you see uh, on a lot of the, uh, the the pipe, the little bit kind of in a little extra compartment uh, right beside the head as the, the pipe passes the head there. Yeah, that's our residence chamber that you're referring to. Um, yeah. Like I said, it, it goes from a bare pipe on every model to a residence chamber in all different locations of that head pipe, um, and then like the, the Yamaha 250F uh, has one, or the 450 has one towards the rear too. It's all, it all makes performance. I mean, it's a, it's a performance feature that, that gives you, you know, a little bit in a certain area over not having it. So everything is placed strategically, um, and, and it's a performance reason to, to have that resonance chamber there. That's great. Um, obviously, uh, like, or Bill's Pipes like, was a kind of a lesser-known brand up until about uh, a year or two years ago as far as the four-strokes go, but Ryan Zimmer on a podcast says that it's the best pipe he's used as a professional. Um, who are some of the other notable pros that have uh, risen to the highest level and choose Bill's Pipes as, as, their, as their weapon of choice? Well, right now, um, you know, it's coming in late in the game, so a lot of people do have contracts and stuff like that, and there's a lot of guys that you know, have tried it and gave it a shot, and, and, and they're pleasantly surprised. So you got, like I said, Canary, and you have Vicky Golden, you have Nico Izzy, Killy Rusk, um, who is an, a phenomenal rider, um, who's riding basically a bone stock Yamaha 450 with just our exhaust. San Diego won the semi um, over Brock Pickle, who's on a full factory bike, and just there's, there's a, a host of others that are really helping us push this brand. We're doing a lot with the privateers. We're helping a lot of those guys out because they need every ounce of power they can get. And they're, once they try the pipe, they're, they're coming to us. I mean, and it's trickling down to the amateurs as well. I mean, it's, we're getting calls left and right saying, hey, you know, I, I want to try one of your pipes or I want to buy one. And that one pipe ends up turning into buying three or four because yeah. the performance is just something that they're not used to. Setting a new standard. Absolutely. And... And going back to the, the four-stroke stuff, we actually have been around in the four-stroke era for a, a while. We did a lot of stuff with J-Law and, and also the Rockstar right, Ryan Mills, team. The, absolutely, the Rockstar Mills, team. That was uh, uh, all those, those 2004 Kawasaki Suzuki's. Good Lord. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> those were interesting bikes. And also, yeah, the Bills Pipes uh, was, was heavy behind that program. Yeah, absolutely. And, and when we're doing any kind of development, we've always, always gotten – every other pipe out there and, and so that we could compare and see where we're at. We don't release something unless we know that it's up to par. And that's one thing Bill's uh, definitely, you know, 
definitely something that he takes pride in is, is making sure that our stuff is is on par, if not better, than the competitors. So, what's it like working with uh, Jason Lawrence? You guys have been kind of uh, have been with him throughout his entire career, and uh, he's a bit of an enigma. He's tough to read a lot, actually. Uh, he seems to have a lot of fun on social media. Uh, he's, he's back riding more than ever, it seems, and uh, posting a lot, of, quite a bit about that, as well as uh, the other things in his life. What's it like working with an athlete like Jason Lawrence? Uh, you know, Jason Lawrence is is someone who I kind of like a new uh, person I grew up with, which is Tyler Evans. They kind of have the same agree type of personality. Um, Jason's a, a phenomenal writer, always has been. Uh, one thing that you can say about Jason is he's loyal. I mean, he's always been around. He's always helped us with developing, and he's always helped us um, do certain things, and I don't know if there's anyone that's going to ride your exhaust harder than Jason Lawrence. So yeah, that's, he's, that's he's definitely a person that, that we've been, I've been happy to work with, and it's been actually easy to work with him um, on certain projects and stuff and certain things worth testing. All right, guys. All right, guys. It's time for a commercial. If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You, too, can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable, sweat-absorbing liner, and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice are just a few. And did I mention how super trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with oats and bran. Oats and bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of Indigos. For extreme kids like us. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey kids, start out every morning with a fat bowl. So, what do you think of Rich Taylor? Lighter than air and stronger than steel. So what that means is it can move much faster. 2014 X-Brand Goggles is back and better than ever. From the Scatter X, Volcano and Phantom Goggle, X-Brand has the product to make you stand out on race day. The quality of X-Brand products is second to none. Great lenses, incredible frame, and a strap that doesn't wear out. Great tear-offs, zip-off systems, nose guard, and more. Check out eksbrand.com for all of the accessories and pricing. What's up, guys? It's time to talk a little bit about Roy Borden Race. He's the performance specialist. Suspension, making a motor work, balancing a bike, or just maintenance. He's got the tools and know-how to make sure that your bike is ready on race day or practice. Roy Borden has strength 
in years of experience and the best technology and best tools at his disposal. Whether you're getting your forks redone, seals, or a full, full-blown full rebuild on your forks or, or shock, call up Roy Borton today at 204-633-2722. One of the, the athletes that we, we've seen come onto the scene this year is very, very much different from others. Uh, we have a female competitor for the very first time in Supercross uh, attempting to make night shows and hopefully uh, main events. Uh, what has it been like working with Vicky Golden, uh, working with her to develop a pipe that suits her the best it can to uh, achieve her dreams? And uh, every single weekend, uh, basically just doing doing the best she can and representing the uh, female racers very well. Yeah, I mean for as far as working with Vicky, I I don't know uh, very very many athletes that have gotten the recognition um that Vicky has. Now Vic, Vicky has a tr- just being around her on a day-to-day basis and and being around her at the races um you're getting pulled in a thousand different directions. Um you know there's there's interviews, there's groups that you need to handshake and take pictures with and you know, there's a lot going on for her, um, and, and then that, besides that, learning the track that's, you know, stuff that she hasn't really ridden on, or types of soil that she hasn't ridden on, you know, Atlanta, you know, dirt is different, uh, Daytona's going to be different, Dallas has always been blue-grooved, as far as I can remember, and now it has a different yeah. type of silty-style dirt, um, but she's adapted quite well, and although she hasn't made the main, I mean, the main, the night show just yet, um, I, I expected to have one spot it. off last weekend. I'm sorry, what was that? She was only one spot off last weekend. Yeah, it, it, it's only a matter of time before before she does. She has the speed. She has the the I, I'd say timing, which is most important um, when she's riding. She's not jumping in the air, clicking the back brake to to downside stuff perfectly. She has that down. She just it's going to take a little bit of time, and it's a, a learning curve. And and she'll make it. I mean, there's there's guys that have been doing this quite some time that don't make it and it's not a big deal. So, I mean, it's, it'll come. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we wish her all the best and it's great to see a company like you guys getting behind your program and uh, giving her the support she needs to take women's racing somewhere. It's never, uh, it's never gone before. Um, so, if I, I have a stock system on my KXF uh, or 250, a 2008, uh, what can I expect going from the stock system to a, a performance uh, Bill's pipe system as far as uh, throttle response, peak power, as well as uh, where that power is going to be located? On the KX250F, you're going you're gonna to see a great performance gain. You're going to see um, a lot of – it's going to give you definitely more – we, we try to not just have the power moved around from – just a bottom pipe or just a mid pipe or it's just a, you know a, a top end pipe we'd like to give you a more overall broader power and uh something that's going to give you some over rev as well um dimensions and diameter of head pipes is key uh for our exhaust and and build takes again great pride in in dynoing and then not just dynoing going over to the track and testing with riders to see what what there is that can be improved or or what we can do to make sure that every rider wants you know or gets what they want you know and so the kx250 again a great platform um not the most powerful 250 out there by any means but you know it's it's something that you can definitely feel um a nice clean deep non-raspy annoying you know echo chamber type of it sound that you hear at some exhaust 
So it's, it's well, absolutely you, you, you're looking for a pipe that'll give you some power all the way through the RPM range as well as some over rev to uh, if you want to uh, rev the bike out, especially with the, the 250F. Uh, who tests your, your pipes predominantly? Like, have you approached guys like Chris Kiever and stuff like that in the high des to uh, put some laps on your stuff? Yeah, we've actually talked to Chris Kiefer for a while, um, ex-pro from the high desert. Um, yes, Billy Linovich uh, does a lot of testing for us as well. He usually puts it upside down, though. <laughs> yeah, he, he likes to hit the hills, but he also trains a lot of kids, and he's at a, the tracks okay. a, a quite a bit. You know, um, you can find Billy um, at, at most of the SoCal tracks throughout the week. He has a great training school, Lano MX. Um, and it, it's, it's one of those things where we can just get great feedback from guys that are not just Pro level, we have intermediate guys and we have some novice guys that that we get feedback as well. So we can make a good overall pipe, not just suited for for one riding style or the other. Well, one of the uh, the benefits that I've heard predominantly throughout everyone who I've talked to, especially about the four the four stroke pipes, is that uh, not only does the, the the pipe perform extremely well on the track, but uh, one of the things that before these guys even get to the track, they've got to pass sound. And um, Ryan Zimmer remarked that it's the one, his, one of the only pipes that he doesn't have to uh, stuff a second air filter in or the <laughs> thicker air filter to pass sound uh, during the, uh, on the race weekends. Uh, what kind of, how, how much of a benefit is it that uh, there's a little bit less noise go- going on uh, out the back section of your motorcycle? Uh, safe to say, if you, you live close to some neighbors that might not love the sound, uh, you might pick bills for that only reason is that, that uh, you might not annoy your neighbors so much. <laughs> Well, that's actually our two-meter max muffler that the uh, pros are running um, in the AMA Supercross that, and FIM sanctioned events so that they can pass sound. Um, it, it, it's kind of sad because I, I walk around the pits a lot. I like to make my rounds, not just where the, where the, you know, the show is by the big rigs. I'd like to go back you know, to the vans, to people that are back of pickup trucks or a U-Haul and, and sure. let them know if we're sponsoring them or supporting them that I'm there for them. Um, a lot of the guys I see and a lot of business that we get are from people that, you know, they're, they're just fighting sound and they're way over the, the, the loud decibel um, rating. And it's, you know, our two meter max muffler has a, a core insert that actually not just keeps the sound down, it actually performs better. And in certain models gives you a little more back pressure uh, to get that bottom in. Um, in between the transitions of the jumps and uh, step on, steps off, step offs, and then rhythm sections that the guys love. So not only is it keeping the sound down, it also is, is outperforming, you know, some of the straight through course. Well, that's absolutely incredible, and it's in my opinion. Um, I, I'd like to see more privateers choosing Bill's pipes because it's it's an inspiring brand. It's a brand on the way up. Uh, so very much like the the privateers, like. They're on their way up. You guys are on your way up to becoming uh, a premier brand, or you already are a premier brand, but a more recognized brand. Absolutely. Uh, so the, I, I would love to see uh, more privateers and the top team starting to embrace the brand going forward. Yeah, and that'll come. Um, right now, it's it's one of those things where, like I said, we're 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 getting back in there. People are are seeing us. You know, they're seeing the name. A lot of the dads that have kids racing now know the name. And it's one of those things where the guys that are running the stuff in Supercross, they'll, they'll tell you. I mean, you can go up to any of the guys running our stuff and ask them, you know, 
is it better? And, and we like the honest feedback too. We don't like to sugarcoat anything, you know, and exactly what we get is, is this pipe is unreal. Is this pipe absolutely rips. So it's, it's definitely encouraging. It's definitely easier to sell and, and promote a product that you actually believe in and that you actually have results from. You know, there's a handful of, of big name exhausts that actually lose horsepower, but not everyone has access to a dyno. You know, so that's that's one thing that that again we pride ourselves in is when you get a bilge pipe, you're going to know it's been tested on the track, it's been tested on the dyno, and we've done everything we could to put the best producing uh, exhaust out there for that model. Right on. So uh, as you walk into uh, the Bills Pipes headquarters uh, every morning or whenever you're not at the races, um, what's it like to walk in and see jerseys on the wall like the big number one with Buddy Antonez from the, his Arena Cross Championships that he won on his Primal Impulse Suzuki's? Uh, you, I'm sure you guys have to have some some Travis Pastrana stuff there as well, and just to see like where that where the company has come from and, and the history and uh, the heritage that the that Bill has has created over the years. It's actually pretty awesome, you know. It, it's it's one of the places where Bill's been here, you know, a hundred years. No, I'm just kidding. He's been here a long time, and <laughs> and uh, at this building, and it uh, there's so much memorabilia that you know. And and I'm a bench. I love bench racing. I like talking about those days and stuff like that. And and so does he. That's probably why we get along so well. Um, but there's so much memorabilia here as far as Steve Lamps and stuff, or or Doug Henry stuff, or or Pastrana stuff, and it's just really cool to go back and see, especially, like I said, you know, when he had Pingree racing for him and, and those guys for the, the primal, Brandon Jessam and uh, for the primal impulse team, you know, while we were on the other end competing against these bikes that we knew were absolute rocket ships, and and although we don't sell a motor package right now, uh, it's these guys know how to build motors. So, yes, sir. So, they, you know, it's, it's one thing to race against them, and it's another thing to be here and, and see why they were so successful um, at the highest level of the sport. Right on. So uh, last last few questions before I let you go. Uh, Two-stroke pipe, uh, chrome finish or works finish? I'm a works guy, 100%. Um, I love that works finish. Yeah, he, I've been around the races too much, and there's one thing that you can, can know by someone's bike is if you have that works finish, they know you mean business. Oh, for sure. Like, I remember back in the day, I, I remember liking the chrome, but now now that I'm a little bit older, when you see all those welds and you see a, a, either a cone pipe or a, a, work, a works pipe done up just, just right, it's uh, there's nothing quite like it. Yeah, and our works, our nickel stuff is, is exact same. It all starts as a works pipe. Um, that's usually the process, and then it gets uh, treated for the nickel finish. But our, our works pipes are, I mean, everything here is handmade. Uh, same with our four-stroke exhaust. We really like to stress that. We don't have robots, you know, building the exhaust with these very thick welds. You know, everything is clean, hand done, you know, here in America. So, and, that, and that's what we pride ourselves on. The two-stroke pipe is no different. Uh, Jeff Springman, like I said, has been here and, and built pipes for, for Lampson and, and Henry and, and Pastrana and all these big names. And he still does a lot of our two-stroke stuff to this day. So you, you can rest assured that, when you get something from us and you get a two-stroke pipe from us, you know, it's it's somebody that takes pride and care in, and, and it's a craft of on what they do. You know, it's it's not a, it's something that he's done for a long time and, and 
the process that we take with our pipes. That's why they look different than everyone else's. You know, our pipes are are, are very bright. They look cool, and they have the you know the nice bluing color on them on the works pipes, and it just looks yes, different. And, you know, it, the shape's different, the performance is different, and it just looks different. And and we like it that way. We we want it to be that option where if all your buddies have this pipe and you guys all got the same bike or close, I was always the guy that wanted something that no one else had. I want something different. I want something just as good but different. That's right. Now, uh, do you guys do like you guys do a works pipe? Do you also do uh, ring pipes or or like a cone pipe or just the uh, uh, the, the the panels? Well, there's here's the common misconception about cone pipes. I've always I mean cone pipes obviously look you know badass, but a cone pipe actually doesn't perform better than our production pipe. A cone pipe starts out um, every pipe starts out as a cone pipe. You know, it's a test pipe. Okay. But the inside of cone pipes have a lot of lot of ridges that slow down the airflow versus, you know, a production pipe that is, is smooth and, and actually outperforms them. So we don't sell cone pipes. I mean, it's one of those things where we've, Jeff will mess around and he'll, he'll make one, you know, if we're doing a special project or something like that every great once in a while. But it, it's a ton of work. I mean, it's, it's a ton of work to cut all of those out and, and then weld them. So, you know, it, although they look very good, they look so sweet though. <laughs> they do perform better if you have our production pipe. That's cool, man. Uh, well, uh, we got a couple of lot last the big MX five questions. Uh, not so much Bill's pipes related, but I just wanted to get to know you and uh, get like so our listeners can get get to know Brandon Dunn a little bit better. We'll finish off with those. Sound good? Sure. Excellent. Now, uh, what was the first Supercross you ever attended as a fan? Um, 1994, ah, no, take that back, 1987, L.A. Coliseum. 87, L.A. Coliseum, uh, do you recall who won? Ooh, I believe it was Wardy. Wardy went, oh, okay. All right, yeah, Wardy uh, on the number three. Yeah, I had a poster with Wardy, Lachine, and Ronnie Tishner. Uh, I could be wrong on the third one. Was that the, that would have been the first year of the 125 class? Maybe it was. Supercross? I think it might have been. That's, that's, uh, that's Ty Davis. i got to dig it out, but i got all the autographs. Fair enough. Uh, who's a rider that you cheer for that doesn't run a Bill's pipe? Hmm. That's a good one. Um, probably Andrew Short. Andrew Short. Gotta love Shorty. Nobody. There's literally zero reasons to not like Shorty. He was uh, he was one of those guys that just uh, I'll tell you a quick funny story. San Diego Supercross, it's probably '03. Um, he was riding for the Motor World Suzuki team. Suzuki number thirty-two. Yes, uh, Schnell was riding for Yamaha Troy, I believe. Yes, sir. Both running like two and three in the in the main event, and we're like eight laps in, and he just cleans Greg out. And I'm Smiling like, Smiling assassin. What is this guy thinking? Like I was so furious at it, and about it, and I, I, I said something to him in the pits, and he turned to me and he said, you know what, that was just a bonehead move, I'm, I'm sorry, and I just went, this guy is such a nice guy, ever since then, I've been a fan, he's just, he's just a really genuine guy on and off um, the track, and when you put the helmet on, he means business, and whether, you know, you're in front of him, or he's going to fight you and try to get around you by any means necessary, and you got to admire that. Especially, uh, I don't know how old he is right now. He's got to be tipping over the uh, age of 30. 
32 and uh, and still getting top fives and super crosses and seeming uh, to be kind of just taking it in stride right now, uh, not taking his racing too seriously. I think that's helped him. Yeah, just enjoying it. I mean, I think uh, some of the guys when they they hit the later stages of their career and uh, realize that they're they're very privileged to to live the life they do and do the sport that like like supercross or motocross you know um i i I know both ends of the spectrum i can understand you know it's a grind you know your your weekday is basically monday's your rest day tuesday's train wednesday's train thursday's travel friday's you know you're at the track saturday you race sunday you travel it gets old and and that's one thing that that you have to you really admire about those guys is they're they're fighting through injury illness whatever is going on at home and they still come out show shake hands smile take pictures it, it's a it's a, a it's very admirable what what they do on a on a weekly basis excellent now uh what what music do you listen to uh on on route to the track day like you're gonna go do some riding what's uh what's on the ipod uh, I'm a hip hop person, so I, I listen to mostly hip hop. Uh, back in the days, it depended with Schnell or whoever. He could be listening to Gutter Mouth or Strung Out or No Effects or something like that. But he was also into <laughs> rap just as much as I was. So little NWA back. I listen to both. It just it just depends the mood, you know, if there's traffic or not. <laughs> Fair enough, man. Get the get loose, hit the track. Um, who in the who who's gonna win the four fifty man this weekend in Daytona? In Daytona, I'm gonna go out and say Tomac. Tomac. Outdoor speed. I, He's gonna be able to manual over those those bumps. I think I like that pick. I I just think Tomac has just been unlucky. He's to me, he's been the fastest guy out there. Um he just gets terrible starts and, and he's always fighting through the pack and something happens or he makes a mistake or or something, you know, talking to Bill and some of the guys here and, and also following Arena Cross so closely, I mean, how cool would it be if they did something like that with the points where if someone took you out or you had a bad race, say like Chad Reed with the black flag thing, if you were in contention at a certain part of the season, they pulled everyone's points back together so everybody could battle it out to the finish. That way Vegas is more exciting when we get there. I totally agree with you, my friend. Uh, I, some sort of a point system or a points chase system where it allows riders to make up points. Because right now, with Ryan Dungey being 30, is it 30 points ahead, yeah, it's, it's, he can nurse this thing to the end and like just kind of do the Ricky Carmichael thing and, and kind of, like honestly, I don't want to take too much away from Ricky, but all of his championships, the last two championships, he didn't win after Daytona. He just kind of cruised it home, yep. got it done. And uh, I think the same thing's going to happen here. If we had some sort of like a reset halfway through, uh, would kind of uh, you'd get the same excitement of the first five rounds in the last eight rounds of the series. I think that would be a big, big benefit. I think it'd be good for the fans. I think it'd be good for TV. I think it'd be, you know, um, I think it'd be better for everyone all, all the way around. I mean, you kind of you kind of lose some fans if they know their guys out of it by a certain point of the year, you know, because he had a mechanical or because you know he got cleaned out or or, or whatever it may be. 
Yeah, yeah, Chad Reed two weeks ago remarked in a, in a Steve Mathis podcast or post race interview. What do I care? I'm not in this thing anymore. That was two weeks ago already. So like he's already eliminated himself. There's a, I'm sure there's a couple other top pros that have kind of eliminated themselves. And now with uh, Ken Roxon uh, with his injury, you don't know how far he's going to go. So uh, only time will tell. Absolutely. Last question is, uh, what was your favorite '90s motocross video? Ooh, that's easy. Terra Firma. Terra Firma, just all of them. Yeah, Terra Firma was one of those videos where I remember just watching those guys and watching Raynard on that track, I believe, in Oklahoma, and he's on a yeah. and he's just, he's just shredding that thing. And I mean, that was, that was one of my favorite, favorite videos of all time, for sure. Well, Brandon, it's been a slice, and it's also been just about 40 minutes. Really appreciate you taking some time today to uh, go over all things Bill's Pipes as well as do a little bit of bench racing. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll cut it off right there, but uh, we'll definitely have you on again to uh, recap one of these races, uh, get your take on some of the, some more things in the Supercross series. But I appreciate you taking some time and uh, giving all of us listeners uh, an insight into the world of Bill's Pipes. Thank you. I mean, thank you for having me on your show. Um, like I said, we're just normal guys. And yes, and we love we love the the sport we love you know everything about it and we just we want to build exhaust and, and make people go fast that's pretty much it. And in closing, uh, if anyone's looking to get more information as well as uh, uh, find contact you guys to uh, purchase a pipe or find out more about them, where do they go? You can go to www.billspipes.com. Uh, you can Great email website. me directly at uh, Brandon at b r a n d o n at billspipes. Um, Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook. We're under Bill's Pipes. Um, and, you know, keep up and check out what we're doing. There's some cool, exciting things. And, uh, like I said, it's a name that you've known forever, and, and we're back. Excellent, Brandon. You have yourself a great rest of your day. And uh, if you're heading out to Daytona, awesome. If not, uh, enjoy it on TV. Sounds good, buddy. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Big MX Podcast, brought to you by X-Brand Goggles. Be sure to check out our archive for episodes you may have missed. Check out our website at BigMXRadio.com for more content.